Welcome to Total Meltdown, Pwn.com's official podcast. This is episode 20, and I'm your host, G Nitro. And joining for our weekly circle jerk are my host, Quiglin and Church. <laughs> oh my god. Wow. <laughs> That's why uh, you've been laughing all this time. That's okay. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Yeah, people will hear. Uh, I just want to tell everybody <laughs> um, that's listening. <laughs> Listen to the end of the show for the bloopers God. <laughs> of me trying to even say that. Oh, God. All right. Well, You're hey. Right, <laughs> hey, everyone. Um... All right, y'all. Um... <laughs> oh. Before we get into the main part of the show. I want to make a quick announcement. Um, for those who listen to um, the Geek po- uh, Geek Box podcast, uh, starring um, I can't even think of the name right now. I'm so out of it. Ryan Scott. Yeah, yeah thank you, why. Ryan Scott. I'm just like, uh, um, one of his co-hosts, Ryan Higgins. Um, two Saturdays ago, um, his apartment caught fire, and him and his girlfriend pretty much lost everything. Um, we wish them well. They're okay. They lost a lot of their belongings and personal items. Um, they have found a new place to live. Um, thanks to a lot of the donations that came up on the site. I just want to basically give our wishes and hope everything turns out okay for them. Uh, if our listeners want to go donate, uh, where can they go, Mike? Uh, they can check out geekbox.net. There's more information there. Um, definitely, if you guys can help out, it's, it's appreciated. I don't know if it's still up and running. I'm pretty sure it is. Um, the announcement came out this weekend from uh, Ryan Scott, basically explaining why it didn't, why they haven't recorded this week. Um, basically, uh, I'm trying to see here. They basically said. Generous contributions have raised over $1,600 to help uh, Ryan and his girlfriend back on their feet as far as basic living necessities. They're moving into a new apartment this weekend. Um, looks like most of their stuff, um, except oddly enough, for the stuff in Ryan's comic room is gone. <laughs> God loves comics. He's <clears throat> lucky. Yeah. Wow. So, um, well, there is a donate button uh, in the main page, so I'm sure. Yeah, they're basically what normally go to the site. Um, We'll go directly to them now, so you can you still have the option to donate if you guys want to help out. Um, Anything helps, even if it's just your prayers, well wishes, and stuff like that. So. Support is what they need at this uh, um, hard times in their life, especially trying to regroup their lives. So, yeah. So I know us here at Total Meltdown and Pwn. dot com wish them well, and we look forward to future updates. And I'll let people know in the future podcast how everything's going with them. So, <clears throat> well, now to our show. Um. Last week we discussed the achievements, good, the bad, the what the fuck. Um, this week at the end of the show our discussion will be digital distribution, 
current state and what's in store for the future. Um, so be sure to stick around for that. Um, we're going to get started into some member feedback and questions. Um, kind of slow week. I'm guessing that's due to the fact the podcast got up kind of late. Um, yeah. I don't think it got up till Thursday. <laughs> yeah, when I that happens. Basically kept bugging Andy like, dude, where the fuck's the podcast? Dude, where's the fuck's the podcast? <laughs> Andy's a busy guy. Yeah, I know. I think. Especially with the G1 app and all that. And they, they did submit the the iPhone app. So they're just waiting for the approval through Apple. And we will let you guys know as soon as it is available. Oh, I'm still crying here um, from laughing so hard earlier. <laughs> so we'll go into some uh, feedback first. Um, not really feedback so much as the person wants to ask. Uh, do you guys have guest talkers on some days? Because uh, I guess he has some issues and ideas to talk about on some games that are big at the moment. Um, we do. Uh, but right now we're working to get the Gametopius.com and the AverageJoeGamer.net guys on as... I am a co-host on Gametopius' podcast, and I was featured on the Average Joe Gamers, and we're trying to return the favor. Once we get them on, we can get everybody coordinated and on here. We are going to go back into having members, um, either through interviews or if they can manage it, uh, guest hosts for a full show, depending on um, how we can get the schedules together. So look forward in the future. Um, there's also a forum thread where you can sign up for that. So go to the Total Meltdown section of the forums and sign up there, and we will contact you when it's your turn to be on the show. Look forward to it. And that was Scythe X. Yeah. I mean, I think we're still trying to get everyone in at some point. I mean, so, you know, just be patient. Definitely. Um, so... We have a question. Um, it comes from one of our favorite uh, listeners, Hey Hey Chest. And she basically asks, if you guys could only play one game for the rest of your life, which game would you pick and why? Ooh. Um. Hmm. Huh. Only one game, rest of her life. Yep. Final Fantasy VI. Hmm. Really? Why? Yep. You gotta say why. <laughs> I, for, for me, Final Fantasy VI was probably one, one well, yeah, one of the best ones uh, in the Final Fantasy series, pre-PS1 days. I mean, but out of all the Final Fantasies, I can pick that game up and just still play that for hours, regardless. Uh, it's just it's an overall fun game. Um, I, I think the storyline ran deep for almost every single character. Every single character had like a, some sort of backstory that you that sucked you in and be like, I like this character. I, I don't think there wasn't a single character character in that game that I did not like. So, I'm guessing you're not going to let me cop out with like Lord of the Rings Online. It says any game and why, I mean, but it All says right. the rest of your life. Is that going to be still there? I would just, uh, I would assume, well, okay, well, if we're not going to do that, then... Uh, See, I could have uh, copped on and said World of Warcraft, but no, I didn't. 
All right. Well, I don't want to. I don't want Ben to think of me as a big loser, so I'll go with uh, the. I'll go with the original Civilization. Ooh. Because nice. I already put two, I already put two years of my life into it already during high school, so I could just keep continuing. Interesting. What is it about that game? Uh, I I think. A lot of it, I mean, at the time, it was the customization and being able to both manage, and, uh, you know, your cities as well as, you know, an overall, um, like, country. So I, I, I guess now it would be just more of the nostalgia and then still being able to continually challenge yourself because there's, like, seven levels of difficulty. Um, and I think I was only playing on, like, the second or third level. So, I mean, there would be a lot of, um, a lot of expansion. And uh, it has a, it has kind of a random map generator, so it's not like you'd be playing the same game over and over again. True. What about you, Mike? <clears throat> I was thinking, and I originally wanted to say Call of Duty 4, but due to the fact that you don't know when those servers will eventually die off, the single player is not enough to keep me going. Um, you know, it's a tough one. I would love to choose a Japanese RPG. But some of those, man, after you're done playing, it's hard to just keep picking up and playing. Um, uh, I'm torn between three games. Uh, Mass Effect, Sanctuary 2, and Suikoden 2. Um, I would probably have to go with Mass Effect 2. I mean, Mass Effect. <laughs> I was about to say, two. Mass Effect 2 is not even out yet. <laughs> nah, I'd probably have to go with Mass Effect. Um, which is surprising for me. Um, but I just feel like I can always play that game. And the fact that you don't always have to be the same class. You can be a soldier this time, or you could be uh, more of a biotic. Um, you also can do different ways. And it changes the story a little bit, but you can also go through... As being good, you can go through straight being evil, or you could go through being in between. And I've played through it three times, and I'm on my fourth. And I, I never have any complaints. I'm just a, I love the game. I love the options it gives you. Um, a lot of people didn't like the combat. I love the combat in the game. So I'd probably have to go with Mass Effect. I love the story, um, and the whole world. I mean, I've read the books. Which are awesome too, because they give more backstory. So I'd probably have to go with that. Uh, that would be my pick. See, you had three. You, you had three choices. I, I could have. Yeah, that was at least five for me. I was like a little torn on that one. I was like, forever. Yeah, it's definitely huh? a tough question. Definitely, because it's like the last game you can play. And who knows? I choose that now because out of those games, but who knows? And after two or three years of having that as the only game, I may hate it. <laughs> oh yeah, because but you, play you never it. know. Because you play it every almost every day, and that's the only game you get to play for the rest of your life. Oh yeah. I'm glad that's not <laughs> the truth. So. Um. All right. Well, that's it for member feedback and questions. Don't forget, you can hit us up on the profile poem.com slash total meltdown or send us your questions through the forums the total meltdown section and we will read them on air 
and answer them if it's a question. Excuse me. Too much beer. I'm drinking a blackberry wheat beer. Nice. It's from the Sam Adams Brewmasters collection. It's not bad. It's pretty good. I'm a big wheat ale fan, so. <laughs> Something for everybody out there to go pick up and try. That's allowed to drink. If you're not if you're not of age, don't drink. We don't condone that. No, we don't. No. Not in public, at least. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, we'll go into Pwn News. It's been slow, but Mr. Quiglin over here noticed something right before we went on air that even I wasn't told about or figured out myself. Uh, you want to go into what that is? Yeah, sure. Uh, so if you were actually at the Pwn.com homepage... Uh, if you were before, if you were just uh, highlighting the different uh, choices you have in the top menu bar, so home, news, community, they would all have drop downs except home. Well, now it does. Uh, it kind of has the most, um, probably the most used features that are used from your user homepage. So you're able to go to your user homepage, you can view your profile, see if you have any friend requests. You can promote Pwn, which is always a good idea. Um, create a widget, look at your pictures, edit your bio. Uh, edit your games and your forum subscriptions. So I, I think it's uh, I think it's a really good uh, feature that we have. I'm definitely going to be using it. Yeah, I agree. I definitely um, <clears throat> like that. As much as I like the the banner on top that has all the boxes for user homepage friend requests, you can't just click on it, open a new tab. With this home yeah. feature, you can actually go down, and if you have friend requests, you just open a new tab from there. And you go right to your friend request instead of having to open up a whole new window <clears throat> or a tab manually and then go in that route. So it cuts out a, a step there to get to your different features. I know for those who like to write a lot of blogs, it definitely helps because you don't have to go through your user homepage. You can just click on write a blog and bam, you're there. So, <clears throat> um, Other than that, we had two game nights um, this weekend. Uh, the first was Killzone 2, and before I say how the game night went, let me explain my struggles of getting this game night going <laughs> with PSN and fucking Sony. Um, so I go into Killzone 2, and I figure I just make a match, and I can invite my friends in. No, there's no way to invite them at all. Um... So I figured, okay, it's, it had an option for clan clan game only. I was like, okay, sweet. I'll just make a clan and invite everybody in there. So I go to do that, and there's no way to invite the clan in. Nice. <laughs> I'm what? going, what the fuck is going on here? So <clears throat> I canceled that. Eventually, what I found out you have to do to have a private match with just you and your friends, you have to create it as a private game, as password-protected, then you have to message, do a message all to everybody you're trying to send into the game. Then they have to they have to go to work, look at you as friends online, join you, and when it asks for the password, to put it in. It is so fucking ridiculous. It's like I'm playing on the PC, 2000 back in like 2002. Wow, really? Yeah, it's like I got to create this private game off somewhere, and then somebody joins me through that. Oh man. It's like pre-Steam days, pre-Xbox Live days. I mean, Xbox Live's been out since 2003. 
And even back then, it had a better system than PSN does on that. And I'm sorry, Sony fanboys, but it just irked me to no end how hard it is to set up a game and play with friends on PSN. It's fucking disgusting that they don't have a better service. I don't care if it's free. You can tell me, oh, I'm paying $50 a year for Xbox Live. At least I'm paying for a good service. Charge me for PSN and then make something better out of it, and I'd be happy to pay. They yeah, just can't. I, they they just can't join on you. Um, not if I'm in a private server. Oh my god! They have to know the password. So from now on, I'm have to put in the game night for Killzone Two. I'll be in this room, this password. But the problem is, if too many people join in, and one or two people say I'm ready to play. <laughs> The game starts. Uh, and I was like, what the fuck? No, let me start the party first, then start the game. Uh, it just pissed me off. And, you know, another thing about Killzone 2, I, I like the game as a shooter. I haven't played the single player, but as an online game, I walk up to fellow teammates, and it's like I'm looking into their stomach. How short is my fucking guy? How hard is it to make the guy... A normal height. I mean, it just shows that they cut corners in this game. I don't know. It's just another... It's a good game. Um, I plan on reviewing it at some point. But I, it's not what the hype made it out to be and what the fanboys made it out to be. And to those that may think I'm a Sony or a Microsoft fanboy, I'm neither. If you make a good game, you make a good game. Mirror's Edge was better on PS3 than 360, so... But Halo wasn't everything it was made out to be. No, but when you're trying to go online with friends, it's a hell of a lot easier. Right, but that's not Halo's fault. That's that's uh, that, I mean uh, that, that's not it's um, it's not good because of uh, because good because of Xbox Live, not because of Halo. No, Halo actually has the party system before you go into game. Oh, it does. Yeah, yeah it do. Huh. You set up the match while everybody's joining, and as soon as everybody's in there that you want, you hit start game. Oh, I either, thought that was an Xbox Live feature. No, it's no, even on the P, on the PC, it was like that too. Quick for Halo. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's it's just I want to strangle the people who work on these games for Sony and don't say, "Hey, we're gonna do this instead to make it a better online experience." <laughs> Resistance Two so far has it somewhat right. Unfortunately, you can't invite people into the game unless they're in the game. So if they're just what? starting, well, basically, if they're just starting up their PS3, you can't just send them an invite. You have to wait till they load that game up and they're in-game. And you send them the invite, then they join your party. But they, it at least has a party system, and then you go into game. So Resistance 2, by far, is the easiest game to go online with friends so far on PSN. Because I know, Church, me and you both had problems doing Call of Duty 4 on PS3. Oh, yeah. <laughs> There's so many times the host would... It just would be like, error connecting the host. Error connecting the host. <laughs> yeah, I, when I was... Yeah, when I had the game for the PS3, it was like that all the time. I would go online, uh, just to play online. Uh, yeah, I would go online and whatnot, and every single time, board will last about two minutes. Boom. There it goes. I'm like, are you kidding me? <laughs> I pay, what, five, four, five hundred dollars for this machine, and you can't even give me a decent online service? 
No, but it's free. We can't. I guess we're not supposed to complain. But that's we've already discussed that. <laughs> <laughs> I just kind of wanted to, to let people know, Killzone Two. If you're trying to play with your friends, is not the easiest thing to do. There's no party system prior. Maybe they'll add it in. They've already done an update on the game, and it's been out a week. <laughs> I'd rather have that than have it be broken. I agree, like SOCOM. <laughs> um, so, our Killzone 2 night, we had six people show up. Um, and just like our Resistance 2 nights, Console Gamer took it by a commanding lead of almost 100 points. So congratulations to him. Um, one thing I noticed, and this is not on him. This is something I should I didn't really know about in the game because I hadn't played enough. Um, there's a badges system that um, give you more of an advantage. So if you're like him and you play a lot, he was using all these badges to where he could mimic another somebody on your team and you would think it was them and then you'd start running and he'd kill you. Um, I'm definitely turning that off for the next time. Because for the rest of the people... For, yeah, it's not fair. It, it really wasn't. And I couldn't fault him at all. It was not his fault. I didn't realize mm-hmm. it. So next time, all badges are off for those out there who are w- wanting to play. Um, we're going to make it more of a level, level playing field because he had a lot of perks and a lot of advantages over us. And it was pissing me off that unlike COD4, where you just unlock new weapons and different perks like Juggernaut and stuff... To be able to mask and clone somebody else on the other team, kind of like TF2, um, was a little more than just a perk, <laughs> in my opinion. Yeah, that sounds like a disadvantage for everyone else. Yeah, especially if you're like me, who just started playing that game that day, and I'm going, what the hell? So, that's going to be off next time. We're going to make it more of a level playing field. So, um, Well, he won. Congrats. Um, by the way... At a resistance tonight, if he wins one more time, there will be a bounty out on him of a thousand points. For those wondering what a bounty is, I'll go into it now on the Halo 3 night. Um, one of our members, Matrix, has won every Halo 3 night he has ever shown up to. So to try to promote a little more competition and try to make people gun for that top spot more, uh, Andy has allowed me to do the bounty system of you of a thousand extra poem points um, if you can best him. The person who takes first that's not Matrix will win an extra thousand points on top of the 500 points you'll already get. Um, every month we'll have two nights of that particular game to give people two chances to take them down. Um, I don't know about the PS3 yet because the PS3 nights aren't packed that much so it may just be one uh, I'd probably do two to see how it goes the first month. But um, on Halo 3, we're going to have one more. Matrix did win. He did win out this past weekend. Was it okay. least closer? Um, let me see. I believe he still won by a good amount. Yeah. But not like he usually does. Because there were some close games there. <laughs> um, he basically got 232. And Eradicus had 173, so still 60 points away from first for Eradicus. But it wasn't the usual 100-point blowouts. Um, so they have one more chance. It comes up in two weeks. Um, I believe that's the 21st. And 
if somebody takes him down, like I said, they get the thousand point bounty. But if he wins this next night, not only does he already get the five hundred from this last weekend, five hundred from that weekend, he gets the one thousand points. Not so. dollars, but points. Yeah. Did I say <laughs> dollars again? No. no. Right. Just, just reminding people. I've said that before. That's why. Yes. Thanks for reminding me. <laughs> Bastards. See what I got to deal with, folks. Oh, That's what makes the show great. Co-host. <laughs> That's what but, makes uh, it great. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I want, I want kiss asses, brown nosers. No, I'm just kidding. Um. <laughs> now, so the Halo Three night, yeah, Matrix won again. Congrats to him. It was a fun night. I think everybody had a blast. It, it takes a lot for me to like Halo Three, and I've played it with friends and I'm not really a fan of it. I've played it on the Guzex MVP nights that they have and I really couldn't get into it. But I'll tell you, playing with the Pwn people, I have a blast. Something about it. We get in there and it's just a fun time. Nobody's taking it too seriously. Everybody's just having fun. And everybody loves the match type I've made at the end now called Ballin'. Um, thanks to my roommate for hooking me up there. Um, basically... Everybody has shotguns, regenerating grenades of all three types, um, and no shields. <laughs> so basically, you just run around. It's quick kill or be killed, and you just it's just kill, get killed, spawn, kill, 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 get killed, and it's just it's crazy. But it's a lot of fun, especially since we had 15 people show up. So it was a lot of fun. So check that out in a couple weeks. Uh, this next weekend. This Saturday the 14th, uh, let me get the exact time, we're going to have our Left 4 Dead night, for those with the 360 and Left 4 Dead, from 6 to 7 p.m. Eastern, that is 3 p.m. to 4 p.m. Eastern for you West Coast folks, and for those over there in Europe, uh, we just went ahead an hour, I think, what are we, four hours apart now? To at least Britain, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It'll be 10 to 11 p.m. So the UK kids, you can come out. It won't be too late for you guys. And it's got to be over exactly at 7 because I have a concert to go to that night. <laughs> so the little Japanese any... girl is singing this time. Ay, ay, ay. She's half German, half Japanese. Oh, okay. Rachel Yamagata. Um, little Japanese girl. What the hell does that mean? <laughs> just, <laughs> just saying <laughs> little like I just instead of saying what Japanese girl what little Japanese girl <laughs> I'm not saying anything about the Japanese people and their height fired I'm just saying. fired <laughs> HR's gonna get a call after this <laughs> oh god um so that's that um come up for the left for dead night this coming Saturday uh we do four versus four, of course. Um, sometimes we have multiple rooms, and then we bring the top eight together for the final room. So come check that out. It's always a lot of fun. And um, let's get into what we're playing. Um, I know we've all played some new, some not just new games, but uh, games we haven't been playing much lately or games we haven't touched yet. And I think Church is going to start us off with what he's been playing. Um, actually, I'm playing one right now, to be honest with you. Um, right now, I'm playing, um, Star Ocean, 
the last hope for Xbox 360. Um, I'm liking it so far. The only my only issue with the game is the voice acting and the dialogue. It's just it even makes it, it makes Saturday morning cartoons dialogues even that much better than this game. Ouch. Mm. Uh, it. I mean, overall, the the battle system is pretty much the same as all the other Star Oceans. Um, the controls are really easy. Uh, it's just that's the only thing that I'm gonna have a little issue about is the voice acting. Um, I've also been playing uh, Warhammer: uh, Dawn of War 2 for PC. Um, You've been playing online or by yourself? I'm trying. To, I'm still. <laughs> do the work i barely have any barely any time and so when i do it's pretty much one game for like hours and and, and, and like i'm doing right now with star ocean but um no i'm trying to uh, finish the campaign and then once i finish the campaign i'm gonna practice with the uh npc um a little bit more to, to get it down and whatnot and and then probably face uh someone and try to get experience from that um but also been playing wow of course and Shoot, I know there was another game I've been playing too. Halo Wars? Oh yeah, Halo Wars. I, I rented that from uh, Gamefly. It came in earlier in the week and I finally put it in on Friday. <laughs> and um, yeah, that, that, that's not much time I have on my hand. Um, so I played that a little bit. It's... I have to play a little bit more to to finally grasp the concept of it. I mean, it, it plays like an, a, a regular RTS and everything, but the campaign mode, mm, there's stuff on there that I'm like, what? <laughs> it's like, where's... Okay, so I, I, I'm, I have to question the developers on some of the things on that one. Well, you got to remember, so, it's a RTS being developed for consoles, not PC, so... Oh, no, no, I, I, oh, I know that. I mean, the, the controls on that is really easy. I just wish... You can do more, to be honest with you. Mm. But how's the story? I've heard the story is like the backbone of the game. The story is whoever said that it, they have it dead on. To be honest with you, um, the story is quite amazing. The cutscenes are top notch. Um, but overall, I, I have to play some more about it, and I'll, I'll give you give you more information when I play some more next week. But I mean, overall, I, I think it's a decent game right now uh, for for a company that to make an, an RTS for the console. I think they they really did a a pretty pretty good job at it. So, in you my know what the worst part is what right when they finished uh, producing that game, Microsoft yeah. fired the whole studio. Yeah, <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> like, horrible. thank you very much, and you're fired. Yeah, thanks for only producing the game on our biggest console gaming series ever yeah you're fucking done get out <laughs> it's, it was it was the old shut the fuck up and get out <laughs> oh, pretty much <laughs> I, mean, Damn. I, I I thought they did I thought they did a pretty good job I mean granted it doesn't have Bungie's name on it you know because it has Halo and blah 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 and all that stuff but I, I thought it did, did a pretty good job so far but um but I've yet to go online with it, so 
I know a couple of my buddies watched me to hop on with them on, on live, but I haven't really had the opportunity to. So, like I said, sometime next week I'll, I'll have a better understanding of the game than, than I do right now. Cool. All right. Um, what about you, Quiglin? What have you been touching on this week? Right. Uh, well, besides uh, Lord of the Rings Online, which I am in full addiction mode at this point, so that's that's a good thing. Not really. Um, well, uh, yeah, yeah, no kidding. Yeah, like that's like the kettle calling the pot black. Nice. <laughs> uh, while I was getting my car work done, which uh, basically has now taken away my entire tax refund, um, I sucks. got uh, I got to play a few games of Tech Mobile Kickoff, which is a blast. Um, basically, it's like it's like old school Tech Mobile, except it's you know just on your DS and uh, it's a little bit updated. They they have some like special abilities which I don't really use, but um, and really haven't delved into. But it's still that fun, you know. You kind of try to do that like zigzag pattern across the field, trying to get away from the guys. It's you know yeah. It's I a was lot of fun. I was really looking forward to that game. I was kind of turned off because they wouldn't get Bo Jackson for the cover. <laughs> Everybody knows Bo Jackson was the reason to play the game. Oh. Him and Marcus Allen in the backfield from the old school. You pick the Raiders and you can hand it off to either one and they're going for a touchdown every time. <laughs> and being a Raiders fan, you know. All about yeah. Bo. So yeah. is it really that good? Because Bo knows. Oh, no, it... it... It, it, I think it's one of those things like if you're looking for this to be like some kind of, you know, more than just kind of a retro, you know, throwback to back in the day, it, it's not going to be much more than that. Like, you know, I'm not I wouldn't give it a, you know, a 10 or anything like that. I'd probably give it in the more of the sevens range, mm -hmm. but it's still fun. I mean, like it's still technical, you know, you pick a team, you, you know, do you know, one of your eight plays, and then, you know, they keep going on. It's, you know, of course, you know, you run in front of the guy, you get an interception, and they have the stupid little, you know, animations, you know, where the guys, after the touchdown, you know, they go to smack hands, and they totally miss. Um, <laughs> like the old school ones? Right, exactly. That's so, awesome. I mean, if that's what you're looking for, then this is a great game. I'll have to check so, that out at some point when the price drops a little. Yeah, yeah, but, uh, I ended up getting it for Christmas, so it was, you know, it's fantastic for me. Nice. But other than that, uh, I really I was supposed to play the uh, uh, Tone, Tom Clancy's Hawks demo on Steam this uh, uh, this afternoon, but I slept, so that didn't happen. So next time, I'll talk about it next week. Uh, you'll fall asleep again. <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> um, yeah. All right, well, I'll get into what I'm playing. I'm going to save the surprise game for last. Um, oh, the surprise game that I had a lot of fun with for last. Um, I'll get into Fear 2 first. I finally got a chance to sit down yesterday and um, start up with that game. I will say I was very surprised. I really was going and hearing like mixed things from people. Some people said it was better than the first. Some people said it was worse. So I was like, well, I don't know if I'm really going to enjoy this. Let's see how it is. I popped it in, turned all the lights off. And I have to agree with Church from a couple shows ago. That little girl is fucking creepy. At one point, I was walking through this room, and I had seen her, and I followed her in there. I'm walking through the room now, and as I turn around, she's been following behind me. <laughs> I was like, holy shit! 
I was like, you nearly jump off your seat, huh? Yeah, I was like, God damn it, you little bitch! <laughs> Get the fuck! Like, I was like, that is not cool. I was like, I had no idea she was behind there, and, I, and who knows how long. <laughs> so I turn around and she disappears, and I'm like, God damn it! <laughs> <laughs> so, um, uh, I was pretty cool with everything after you start going through the hospital part. Um, I didn't like how you're abruptly hit with um, the monster that starts jumping around real quickly at you and jumps on you. Oh, yeah. I, I didn't like how that's like, there's no real setup for it. You kind of just jump down this room and it's like, boom, there it is. And you're like, what? Like, you knew there was something going on in the place, but I just wish there was a better build up to it. And um, it jumps so fast, it's kind of hard to get your aim on them. For being that early in the game. Oh yeah, exactly. But uh, so far, I mean, it's very, very creepy. Um, and I only beat the first three areas because I got the first 45 points of achievements. Um, I'll play it a little more, see how it is. I'm kind of one of those people now that I'm using a site kind of like Guzex where I like to get games, see how they are, and then I'll send them back out on Guzex, and then. I'll get pick them back up again later when they're a cheaper value. So I'll probably be doing that soon, especially with more games coming out. I still need to start Star Ocean, and there's a few, there's a couple others coming soon that I really gotta look forward to, like Cross Edge. But uh, I'll probably play another week of it before I send it out, so I'll be able to talk about it more next episode. Um, also delved into some more Call of Duty Four this weekend. Uh, I thought double XP weekend was only last weekend, but it was still going strong for me. So I picked up, uh, went through about six more levels through, uh, yesterday and today. I'm always having fun with that. Noob tubing the hell out of people. <laughs> and now for the game that I had an absolute blast with, beat it within two days. It's just 50 cent blood on the sand. <laughs> I know everybody first heard this game about this game, and the first thought through everybody's mind when they hear 50 Cent Blood on the Sand is, ugh. Yeah. Really? Another game? Well, I'm going to let you guys know it is a friggin' blast. I mean, even with a CPU partner, it was just fun going through. I played on normal. Um, There's only one part that was pretty difficult. The rest of the game I thought was pretty as much a cinch to go through um the only thing for the story wise that i had problem with the game like i mean it's a pretty bland story but it just seemed like this is 50 cent you've been shot what 11 times (laughs) um why does he trust so many people throughout the game (laughs) it's like double cross after double cross after double cross and you're like and you see it coming, but you're like, why does 50 Cent keep trusting these people? You're somebody who's been in the hood and shot so many times. You shouldn't trust anybody. <laughs> and people even tell him throughout the game, trust no one. <laughs> and he still like, trusts right. everybody. Um, but, I mean, it, this is definitely not a game that you want your kids to play. Unlike other games like COD4 where it may be mature, or World at War where it may be mature due to blood and stuff, this is a freaking curse-filled tirade throughout the game. Um, even the music, they don't censor anything. 
I figured at least the N-word would be uh, filtered out of the songs. No. They're all in there as well. Um, I have yet to play co-op. Um, <laughs> it's kind of hard to find other people playing this online at the same time. Yeah. I've no, seen one's that, people... no one's that silly. Is that what you're saying? I've seen quite a few people playing online, but just not at the same time I am. Um, but it's a blast. Like, I was shocked. I was shocked to find myself in... I will have to say it's a cross between Gears, Army of Two, and The Club. Really? Yeah, it mm. mixer, mixes all three of those in, and it has a decent cover system. There's only a few times I was really disappointed with it, and it came down to when I was trying to roll forward, and if there's a piece of cover nearby, instead of rolling, I'd be like sliding into cover, and I'm like, no, stop it. Um, but... The aiming's good. All the mechanics of the game are smooth. I never felt that the game was cheap or clunky. Um, it's definitely a game that everybody should check out. If you're truly somebody who can't stand 50 Cent, steer clear. But if you don't mind him or can put up with it, check out the game. You'll be surprised at how much fun you have. Um, I know the guys over at Giant Bombcast... Like making fun of the game, like, hey, 50, hit that ramp. <laughs> like, they yelled that in the latest episode so much. They were just having someone, hey, 50, the phone's ringing. Hey, look, 50, a phone. And it's true, your co-op guy, like, I was playing with Lloyd Banks as my co-op guy through the whole game. Some of the things he yells, you're like, dude, shut the fuck up. <laughs> well, oh, God. For the most part, it, it's a fun game. I have fun. Some of the lines that they say are pretty funny. I have to say, my favorite scene was with the chick. Um, at one point, she says something, and Fifty's like, "Who put you in charge?" And she kisses him, mm-hmm. and she goes, "That's why I'm in charge." And he goes, <laughs> "You're one crazy bitch." <laughs> and I like. It. <laughs> I was like, "Oh my God!" Like it was just funny. I like the whole the whole thing played out, but um. At the end, um, something happened, and I don't know. It's just the girl again, like she betrays him. But it's not like it's much spoilers. I mean, the whole game, you know what's coming. Um, definitely, I say check it out for the fun factor. I mean, I know it's sixty dollars. It's tough uh, value to swallow for being only a six, seven hour game. I think I beat it in six hours. Wow! But I want to go through again for the achievements on co-op, and I did get the gangster achievement. For beating on normal, and if you go through the game on hard off the beginning, you will stack all the achievements for difficulty. Because I got the easy achievement as well. Nice. So I like games that do that, as we discussed last week. <laughs> um, so that's all I've really been playing uh, this week. I keep saying I'm going to get to Star Ocean Four, and I probably will this week. Um, I also need to play Lips. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> It's not a hentai game, damn it. It's a karaoke uh, game. Yes, I, I, I know. I saw the uh, last year's E3 press conference where uh, Duffy almost failed her own song. That was really? Good. Yeah, which yeah. is funny because all you have to do is hum and I hear you'll pass it. Because I hear it's a good achievement whoring game. <laughs> oh. But it's hard for me to do it. Like I, I'll be honest. I have to be home alone <laughs> if I'm doing yeah, I was a karaoke say- game. <laughs> I can't do it. I can't sing in the mic if I know people are around. Unless it's like at a party. If we're all drinking and having fun, I don't care. But when I'm sitting here seriously trying to play a game, 
There's or, no way. Like that, like that one time we, me and you went to the karaoke bar. Oh man, which one was that? That was when we went to that um, the Korean karaoke. We went to yeah. Bang. Um. Oh my god, I was doing Drunken Tiger. <laughs> I remember that. Oh god, that was funny. Yeah, we went to a Korean uh, karaoke bar. Me, Church, and a bunch of other uh, friends of ours. It was a lot of fun. Konami. Oh yeah, Konami. The Konami girls were awesome. For those who don't know, I think we discussed this on the interview. But for those who never heard Church's interview, um, there's these three Korean girls we knew: Koun, Nayeon, and Mihi. And we called them Konami because their names fit that perfectly. So we called them the Konami girls, and they never knew what that meant, or where that came from. <laughs> So that, uh, that's where that came from. Um, Mihi was the best. Well, I tried to date Nayeon. Yeah, I remember that. Iffy here and there, but Mihi was the best because I used to sit there and go, Mihi, and she'd die laughing. <laughs> <laughs> that's all I had to say, and she started cracking up, and I was like, sweet. She was actually, now that I think about it, the one I probably should have tried because I actually had a chance. But you always go for the one that you don't have a chance with, and, and right. you know the one that you would have. It's yeah, always in I... retrospect you notice that, though. Yeah, yeah done that before. <laughs> <laughs> so, hopefully not now. <laughs> no, <laughs> no not, not, not at the moment. <laughs> I can see her in the background going, what? Yeah, what the fuck? Yeah. We're going to have a talk when that podcast is over. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah, that's all I've been playing. Um, let's hopefully... Quiglin will talk about something more than Lord of the Rings Online next week. Yeah, that's my goal. <laughs> <laughs> that's like every week. Yeah. What are you playing Lord of the Rings Online? Hey, I, 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 game. <laughs> I, I admit it. It's one of those ones where I just, every time I come home, I'm like, well, I should play blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, no, nah, I'll, just, I'll just get on Lord of the Rings. <laughs> it's bad. I just have I guess I just haven't found that MMO yet that really strikes a chord with me, so... We'll see. Maybe one day I'll be addicted like everyone else. Yeah. It's not for everyone. I, I, I'm, I admit that now. It's just, for some people, it just grabs you and that's it. Well, that's like um, when I used to play EVE Online for like three years before I switched over, when I switched over to WoW. I would come home from work and just hop on playing EVE Online to like pretty much all night. Wow. Yeah. That's one game I wanted to try. Until I found out that you're pretty much in ships all the time. Actually, they um, I think um, they might re- they actually releasing a uh, an expansion. They are real soon, where you're you're actually gonna be your character. Yeah, you can actually get out and go to places and interact. Yeah. I might start playing then, because if it's like a Mass Effect MMO type deal, I'll play that shit. Um, I'm- I, I will reopen up my account and and check it out. I'll I know I'll definitely have to try that. So same. Um, the one thing I that intrigued me and the guys over at Giant Bombcast discussed this. They said there was this huge thing that went on for years where this person was hired to basically assassinate and destroy this one person's ship. Um, and they spent a year or so. Gain this person's trust. <laughs> they got in there. They became the second-hand person to this uh, person in charge of this huge fleet and all that. Mm-hmm. And they actually 
trick the person into going into this void of space. <laughs> um, and they were ambushed. <gasps> and they destroyed this person's whole game. Took everything away. Wow. Completely ransacked them. But it was just like, this game is so deep that you can actually trick somebody after spending years gaining their trust. I mean, they said it took at least a year for the person to gain their trust. Oh, no, no. I, you know what? I, I believe it. You want to hear my story? It's something similar happened to the, uh, to, to the corporation that I was in. Like this one guy, he was... Uh, what do we call him? He was a... Was it high council? Yeah. He was part of one of the high council members. You know, and, you know, he was part of, like, the, um, part of the bank and everything, you know, all, all the money went to him and, and not to him specifically, but towards him so he could put it to, to the, the corporation bank and whatnot. Well, after, after, like, the, I think it was, I want to say it wasn't the expansion, it was one of the patches. Like, once one of the main patches came out, he decided to take everything. I mean, in in EVE Online, the money system is called ISK, I-S-K. He took, I, th- I think at the time, he took, we literally took billions and billions of ISK of materials, ships, blueprints to make ships, weapons, and anything along that line. Um, uh, the minerals that everyone used to farm or whatnot. I mean, this guy took everything, quit the corp, and then joined the rival corp that we were uh, that we were facing. Wow, <laughs> we were right. like, wow. So he went on top of the list of, if you see him, you kill him. <laughs> so uh, it, that game runs, you have no idea how deep that game will run. It's, it's ridiculous. I mean, the hatred that the, the corp that I used to be in was called Everlasting Vendetta. And the corp that we we had a rival with was Banner Brothers. And so we fought for a good two years. That's how deep it ran. Wow. It's, it, it's a great game. If you play by yourself and you don't have the friends around you to, to play the game with, it gets boring fast. And with the way everyone is right now, skill-wise, they could kill you within like two seconds <laughs> if you start a brand new. So, I mean, if you if if you are very interested in playing Eve Online, stay in the noob section. <laughs> Don't venture out anywhere else because you will get murdered. <laughs> Needless to say, so. Yeah. When I heard it was just ships, I was like, no way. Okay, my only thing is, is so you were so somebody went to this guy and said, okay, we need you to go in deep cover for like the next like year or so, and he's like, all right, who does that? As long as he's getting paid. I mean, in, in the game, you can be a you can be a bounty hunter, you can be, um, you can be a pirate, you can be a miner, you can be a fighter. I, there's depending on what you want to do in the game, you can do it. You, oh. the, and and the the what you put in your what you learn through the skills because when you learn a skill 
and it says, oh, the skill will be done. Oh, you learn the skill at level one, like, let's say five minutes. It literally does take five minutes. Oh, okay. So if I wanted to raise the skill, like, I, like a, one of the races that I have is a Kadari. A Kadari. So I, if I want to learn, like, Kadari, Spacecraft, uh, no, uh, Battlecruiser at level five, and it tells me it's going to take 31 days. It literally will take 31 days for that skill to level up. Yeah, that's what my friend was telling me at work. He played it for a while, and he was like, you pretty much are learning for the full 31 days. I was like, oh, come on. Are you serious? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Can't you turn it off, though? Like, no. The game off? You can't? Oh, no. Uh, while you're learning? Yeah. Oh, yeah. While you're learning, yeah. You can turn the game off, and your skill will still be learning. Yeah, that's what I thought. Okay. Yeah. So you don't uh, actually I... have to be playing when that happens. No, you can log on, learn a new skill, and log right off. And you can do whatever you want. That's I mean, if you want to, yeah. I mean, if you don't have to log on, I mean, that's the only time you have to log on. Is log on, find out what skills you want to level next. And if you have, you really have to do something, you can log off, and it'll be. Let's say it takes like two hours, and you have to do something within a couple hours. By the time you get back, new skill is done. Nice. I mean, the, the whole game is completely skill based. So. We'll see how this expansion goes. If it is actually a sweet deal, I'll definitely check it out. Yeah, I might have to reopen up my account to do that too. So, <laughs> all right. Well, um, why don't we get into the topic of the week discussion? Um, I know that we I said at the beginning of the show and last week we decided on digital distribution, its current state, and what's in store for the future. Um, I actually have an issue that makes part of my argument of why digital distribution is not where it needs to be. Um, and one thing that worries me, somebody who likes to have um, materials in hand, um, this weekend, as many may know, Steam had Unreal Tournament 3 for free for the weekend. Uh, celebrating this expansion pack. I don't know if you two saw that. Yeah, I did. I saw it was free. I didn't. Die. I didn't yeah. play it though. Well, it was also forty percent off. So I figured, why not? I enjoyed it on the three hundred and sixty, but I got rid of it because I got better value. And I was like, um, oh, I was gonna say, um, so I picked it up for twelve dollars. And I couldn't download it. It kept saying download starting. And it wouldn't go anywhere. So Steam eventually did an update. Two, actually, over the weekend. Had to download both. Um, one problem. Unreal Tournament 3 was no longer on my games. I couldn't install it. I couldn't find it. It wasn't on favorites. It wasn't oh. showing installed. And I couldn't even download the free one if I went to the Steam store. So mm. I decided before I put in a ticket to support, let me check their forums. Well, I obviously wasn't the only person who had the problem of buying the game and then not being able to play it. So No, you, you're not alone because I started downloading it and I was like, oh, you know what? I'll, I'll do it later. Canceled it. And yeah, I tried to try to do, do it yesterday. Not even there. Huh. Well, my problem was, okay, I bought this digital copy. 
I can only access it one way, and that's through Steam. And you're telling me after I purchase it, I can't access it? This is one of my issues with the current system of digital distribution. I don't have a backup. I don't have a CD here that I can say, okay, I can't access it this way. Let me put in the CD and play. So what happens when, let's say, all of Steam goes down? All people are fucked. Simple as that. Basically, what are you going to do? You're going to tell me, hey, I can play offline, but that's not what the point is for Steam. Most of the games are online games, like the bigger games or the Valve games. They're all online. You're going to tell people for Left 4 Dead you can't play? So you can't, like, the game still loads, though, doesn't it? You can still play it single player. No, I, I mean... can't. I can't. It's gone from my games. It's not even there. <laughs> no, yeah, I, I have to, you know, I'm looking at it right now, Quig, and I tried to download it. It said it was right there when I tried to download it, and when I took it off, it was still there, but until, like, I reboot it, it's not there no more. I'm huh. looking right at it right now, and it, nothing. <laughs> Okay, so there's this, there was a problem with the one particular download. So well, can the, you put in one... a you put in a, a ticket yet to get it fixed? Um, I didn't because um I was just gonna wait because I had other games to play, and I was gonna I was waiting for the free period to end, which I think ends today or tomorrow. Yeah. And I wasn't exactly jumping on to play this weekend with everything else I got going on. So. Okay. And I was like, yeah, we'll see what happens. Now, if I don't have it by Tuesday. Oh, we got a problem because I'm not putting twelve dollars in your pocket and you not giving me anything for it. A lot of people think it's because of the free weekend. They were trying to take it off the people who paid for it because a lot of people were complaining how slow it was going, and they're trying to get as many people to buy it as possible. So they're screwing over us who already paid for it. <laughs> I'm sure it's just a mix-up with the with how it how it's working. Yeah, I don't know. It just seemed it happened after the update, and that's kind of me off because I bought World of Goo and that was in my um, thing because I don't know if you two knew World of Goo was five dollars this weekend mm-hmm. yeah on Steam yeah. and I was like you know I'm not much of a puzzle game fan like that but for that price I'll almost pick up anything <laughs> at five dollars <laughs> I mean come on I mean I was like damn even I gotta pick that game up it is a, it's a fun game though yeah I gotta I'll be trying that I just can't get past the last level on the first world quite yet. I'm not fast enough to keep piling piling on the the pieces to get all the way to the top. Yeah. But, anyway. <laughs> I could talk about my problems in World of Goo. So, um, what do you guys... Or, I shouldn't say what. How do you guys feel currently about the uh, digital distribution system and where it's currently at? Not the future, but where it's currently sitting at. You want to start quick or you want me to start? Because I started last week. Oh, you did? Okay. Um, I'm personally a big fan of it. Um, if you look at, uh, you know, uh, XBLA, uh, if you look at, you know, the PSN store, uh, Virtual Console has been a huge, huge service for Nintendo. Um, and they haven't even put out nearly as many games as I would like them to have put out. Um, but they are just making hand over fist to play game. you know, to have the opportunity to play games that you remember from your past. And um, and then, of course, Steam is, to me, you know, I, I understand what you're saying about having a, having a difficulty with this particular product. 
Um, but I have, you know, basically never have had a problem with Steam. I've had it do some strange things, but they've usually been fixed by, by an update. Um, and the fact that if I, if I, if like, if I go to my friend's house and I don't have a computer, I can still log into my Steam account and play the games that are on my Steam list, you know, at my friends. I mean, I, I like that ability that to to do that. So I, I'm I'm particularly for it, especially in the in the current generation. Can it be Can it be improved? Absolutely, you know. But what really can't? Like, what what couldn't use improvement? Yeah. I guess I just think that the pros outweigh the cons at this point. I'll I'll talk about the future later, but that's that's how I feel about the present. What about you, Church? <sighs> I mean, I, I mostly agree with what you guys been saying and everything. I mean, you know, it's great. It's great for the consoles. Don't get me wrong. Any old titles that you can bring out, like I like I have, um, you know, the Street Fighter Puzzle Fighter that I got through Xbox Live, um, Super R-Type through Xbox Live. You know, those You know those games, great. <laughs> Run it. I put, put it, uh, all I have to do is just select it, uh, hit a button, uh, get it up and going. That's awesome. But what happened, yeah, what, what happened with me and Mike this weekend? <laughs> I'm like, crap. I really wanted to play this weekend. And now I can't because it's not even there. I want to actually have the physical copy well, some some games I really want the physical copy on hand. Like like with Eve Online, you know, I have the physical copy, but I can, but I can also go to their website and get it from them too. So either or, I can do both. But since they have the recent update on in their patch, it's much easier to do it do online than just pop in my how long this game is out um, seven years now. Seven, eight years of the game CD that I have, pop that in, you know, and then do all the updates through that way. I mean, you know, it depending. It's all depending on which version I have at the, at the time. I mean, if I got the current version, then it really doesn't matter. But if I got like something like Eve Online, where I have the CD, which is like seven, eight years old now, I don't want to sit there and do all the updates. <laughs> to be honest with you, so. I mean that's where where I'm at currently. I mean over like like Quig said, there's there's more pros than there's cons. I don't want to you know keep on repeating what you two have been saying, so I'll just say it like that. Yeah. Um. I mean I, I'm not totally against it. Um. I wish Steam uh would give you an option i don't care if it's pay five dollars more or something for a backup disc or something that you can use for an install um at least an option or send me a file that i can personally burn to a cd you see what i'm saying yeah so like, like they gave you the iso yeah that's fine but give me that option because when it comes into a problem like this or let's say later on you get on and they do an update and a couple of your games are all of a sudden missing and you were like you came on to play one of those games like let's say it's an offline game like I have Mass Effect and Jade Empire on PC what if I came on and both those games were off and I was like well what the fuck just happened and I can't get online to download them hmm um, give me something. Give me something where I can either find a way to reinstall them somewhere, or it even helps. Hell, it would even help their server out if you think about it. If you let me, they don't even let me download the ISO. Once the game's downloaded and installed, 
let me choose an option of burn backup copy. That way, if I'm ever, uh, let's say I move or I get a new PC, instead of having to use that server bandwidth to download that game all over again and reinstall onto a new computer, I pop in the CD, boom, boom, installs. All I have to do is download and latest updates and connect to Steam. And it'll verify that it's me and my copy. I don't think that's a problem. I think it's something that should be done. Especially as we move on with how many games will one day maybe be on there. Currently it's smaller, so it's probably not as big of a deal. But if it's not a cheap game, I think you definitely have to look into it. If it's not a big game, maybe not. I mean, it's not a big game like World of Goo. Um, it's not that big of a deal. Um, I don't know. I, there's some games that I'm willing to pay that money for. Some games I'm not. And the games I'm really willing to pay a lot of money for, I just would like that backup copy. I, I don't see a problem with that happening. I mean, I'm, I'm, I can't speak for Steam, obviously, mm. but I'd be for that. I don't know if I would actually use it, but I would like to have that option. Yeah, I think everybody would. Like, let's say you want to do a backup of your computer and you don't want to re-download every game. Or you do a reformat. You don't want to download every game that you want to put back on there because it takes longer to download than to pop in the CD and just run it from there. Sure. Do a quick install. Hell, it can even do like a backup to where it backs up your save file as well since it'll come right from the Steam program. Yeah, of course. Uh, and see, now we're getting into sort of the future. But you know, if you you'll be able to start saving your games to the Steam Cloud. Yeah, I mean, right now you can only save it to your computer, right? Right. Yeah. That's Except another for thing. some of the some of the very very new games. I believe Empire Total War has Steam Cloud technology. See, I would like that for Jade Empire, even though it's an older game. I'm starting it on my PC upstairs, but sometimes I'm out. I have my laptop. I want to bring it on. I don't want to start a new game. It would be great to just download that file, that save file, and whoop, there it is. Boom. I'm ready to go. No, I agree with you. There's like times where I have my um, my laptop with me. I'm like, you know what? I want to continue playing. Oh, wait. That file's at home. Well, <laughs> it goes for PSN and Xbox Live as well. I mean, you download games on there, you're just re-downloading the game because you purchased it before. Mm-hmm. Right. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I, I really don't know. I mean, this, this subject right here, I mean, it, it can... You can look at it so many ways. Yeah. I mean, you can look at it, you know... I mean, if... Steam, I mean, not even Steam. You you can look at it as like you know, like major companies. Like you can you can look at Best Buy, GameStop, you know, companies like that. They can start doing something like that. Where like, hey, you know what? You know, when when eventually when music will go just, you know, this, uh, the way this is just online only like iTunes. Why not? Yeah, I have a feeling uh, places like Best Buy when it goes. If it ever goes di all digital, which I don't think it will. Um, I don't know if I spoke about it last week. I think I did. 70-some um, percent still prefer the retail copy in hand 
So, don't know if that's ever going to change. I know PC gamers are definitely more in favor of the digital downloads, it seems, than the console. Um, for people like me, uh, I'm a collector, so I prefer having it in hand. But um, I can see if it went more digital download, kind of like how they have iTunes cards in stores and Microsoft Point cards in stores and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I could see Steam starting to sell those. In Steam like point, yeah. Best Buy and stuff like that, like you have a fifty dollars Steam card, and people will now be giving that to their kids or friends or whatever for gifts instead, and they can just put it onto their Steam account. Boom! My account says I have fifty dollars. I can buy fifty dollars worth of games. Yep, so I can see be... that finally happening. That would be a great idea for Steam. I'm surprised they haven't done that yet. Yeah, I'm really surprised they haven't done that yet either. To be honest with you, I mean. If iTunes can do it, why why can't Steam? Steam is a free program. <laughs> Just download that, and you have pretty much every single game that they have available for Steam is right there. Yeah, I'm surprised they haven't tried to make that leap into selling gift cards instead of just saying you can gift this game. Because truthfully, let's be honest, if it comes to a parent wanting to get a game for their kids, they're not going to go on to their own Steam account. <laughs> Right. Get a gift then, code and say, mail it to them and say, here you go. No, they'd rather get a gift card and say, here's fifty dollars for Steam. Right. I think it'd be a great idea. I think uh, part of you know Steam's problem would be Valve doesn't really have that market penetration in terms of face. You know, like if you said Microsoft and said, you know, like here's a card for Microsoft points, at least people be like, oh, Microsoft, I know what that is, or Sony, I know what that is, or Nintendo, I know what that is. You can't be like, well, here's a Steam card, and they're going to be like, oh, okay. So, you know, the parents and the, you know, the current, you know, uh, age for that sort of consumerism, Valve doesn't have that kind of penetration, so that's probably why they haven't gone into it. But I think they could do something if they, especially like in the, you know, like the next game, if they just gave you a $5 card with it, you know, so people it would start to people would start to see it, and then they would start looking for it. Yeah. Well, there's a lot of like you know, there's a lot of um, games out there that's like not really known to everyone. Well, unless you you play them every day and and whatnot, like Gunbound, you can pick up cards for Gunbound, and you can buy items uh, through that. Well, yeah, I mean, um, if you look at uh. I was gonna say, um, WoW, Eve Online, all them, they sell cards for monthly subscriptions. They mm-hmm. all do, and mm-hmm. they are not. While WoW's a big name, a lot of the smaller games aren't as big names. I'm sure Lord of the Ring Online has them. EverQuest has had them. So there's no reason why Steam, if they're sold in the PC game section, PC gamers know what it is. You may not get the console gamers to really figure it out at times because a lot of them really don't pay attention to the PC market right. as much but the PC market they know what Steam is they're not going to be wondering oh what the hell's a Steam card <laughs> and if they tell their parents hey I want a Steam card for Christmas like what's that just say go to the PC game section of any electronic store tell them what you're looking for and they'll find it I don't think it would be that hard to really get into the market with that. I think it'd be an excellent idea. I know if they did that and we started selling those on the Pwn Marketplace, people would be jumping all over that. Yeah. Instead of just 
selling strictly the games. Well, the silent here is very deafening. <laughs> <laughs> no, I no, I agree with you guys. I mean, if if they did anything like that, I mean, well, you know, if for like a young PC gamer, I can really understand that. But for like for like gamers like you know us three here, um, you know that you know we're willing to like, hey, we we all got you know debit cards, credit cards, whatever. You know, we can do it through Steam regardless, but yeah, I, I can see it for, like, a, a young PC gamer, which is very rare these days, from from what I know, from what I understand, I think, so. I, th- I think, uh, at least for as part, uh, I don't know if you, are we ready to kind of start moving into the future of digital downloads, or? Yeah, I mean, we can talk about that. Um, I think our, like, I hate to use the word our children as if I'm already, you know, putting children ahead of us but you know the generation after us is definitely going to be more familiar with it and feel more comfortable with it for sure i agree but i really don't think that you're gonna see a console go digital download only anytime soon no i don't Um, think so either i think the problem is if you're gonna continue charging 50 or 60 dollars a game most console gamers are going to be like fuck that shit you're not going to give me something in hand and you're going to make me pay 50 to 60 dollars they're really going to have to look at their pricing scheme at that point if they're going to take the physical copy out of hands and which is one of my problems on steam now i have not paid over 20 dollars and i refuse to pay over 20 dollars because i'm like all i'm getting is a download i don't have i'm a collector i like showing my stuff onto a shelf i can't do that with steam and if you're going to have me charge, if you're going to charge me 50 or $60, you better give me something in hand that I can see. Whoa. Whoa. What? Somebody just feedbacked on us. I was worried. Really? Yeah. yeah. It's you. It's you there, church. Oh, damn. <laughs> you're messing with your hot your heat pack? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not even on. I think it was my cell phone. Oh. Oh. Man, you got a weird mic there. Anything yeah. electric goes off and your mic throws a fit. It's like it's throwing yeah. up into the into my headphones. Because you know why? It's a PS3 headset. Oh, oh. there we go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised Thanks, Sony, Sony fanboys haven't like told us to F off on our page. <laughs> Thanks, Sony. <laughs> Church is a 360 fanboy, confirmed. Yeah. Um... But no, I think digital distribution really needs to look at the pricing. I look at Steam and I see forty-five, forty to fifty dollar games. And I'm like, you've got to be shitting me. What? Well, that's why I I went out and bought my copy of like Warhammer uh, for fifty dollars. You know, at least I have the copy on hand. So just in case anything happens, like with Steam or anything. But unfortunately, yeah. Un- well. You yeah you install the game through the disc so you know I, I don't have to worry about that but like just in case I like I lose the disc and like something happens to Steam and where I they lost my account saying that oh you didn't have Warhammer then I'm pretty much screwed yeah well they... there's a good example of a digital download system I think we briefly touched on it last week is the PSP two the rumor mm-hmm. of digital download only. Do any of us really think that's going to take off and 
and try to be the one to start the future of digital downloads. Because I think that would be the first one that's not on PC to really go, hey, we're the first technically console or portable console to go digital only. I don't think that would work, to be honest with you. I don't think it'll go... I mean, it'll sell some people, those who, like, you know, really want to try it and whatnot, but I, I don't think it'll, it'll work as well as they as, as they think they, it will be. Because, like, like you, like me, I think somewhat Quiglin, <laughs> but um, we, want, we want to actually have the copy on hand. It doesn't matter. Like, for me... Low time on the PSP, I can I understand. Depending on what you're playing, it can go slow. It's gonna be that. It's a it's a portable device. It can only do so much. It's not like you can upgrade your laptop or your PC or buy a, an elite Xbox 360 or like the highest uh, PS3 and be like, hey, it's gonna run fast. It's every every system is gonna have their limitations. So for for it to be like just just digital download only. It's got It's gonna have to run really fast for it to load some of the games that if they're gonna release like I don't know like a Final Fantasy where you know it's gonna be a long game. It doesn't really have a problem now loading off the memory card. Um, I just think they're gonna be forced to do a cartridge based system and not a digital download. Because I don't see a lot of people paying the thirty, forty dollars that PSP games cost now. So yeah, they're already having problems now getting people to pay the amount. Yeah, I mean, I I know me as a PSP fan. Um, I'm not paying thirty or forty dollars for a digital download to a portable system with a screen that's what four inches wide. <laughs> Somewhere on there. Yeah, yeah, th- th- you're just not going to get me to pay that. I think part of it is more of a ploy to get people to, to move over to the PSP because of, of all the DSi stuff that's coming out, um, and that's not coming out till April. But yeah. I think they were just trying to beat somebody. I think they were just trying to beat Nintendo to the punch because there is going to be uh, certain downloadable games and, and applications from for DSi. Yeah, I think that's going to be... Yeah, I definitely think DSi is going to be the portable to test it the best because it's not fully. Right. Um, But I don't think it's going to be a great opportunity as... I don't think WiiWare is taken off like they hoped. Honestly. (laughs) Well, have you seen some of the games that have come out on WiiWare? Yeah, I think the best they got is the Final Fantasy one and... World of Goo. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, uh, the uh, I liked they did the the re, sort of a relaunch of Doctor Mario. I put a lot of time into that. That's a lot of fun. Um, but yeah, like especially if you look at my article la- this past Monday from this past Monday's release, it's like family and party games or something like that. And I I couldn't even find any information about it on the website of from the developer. Like, they're so embarrassed by it, they didn't even put it on their website. It was, I'm just like, yeah, this I'm sure is worth 10 bucks. <laughs> it's pretty awful. Um, yeah, I mean, and looking at the future, way into the future of digital downloads, 
I don't know truthfully how you'd sell a digital download only system. Like I said, with 78% of current, I know we look at the future of our children being more in tune with it, but will they really, considering they're growing up looking at what we have, shelves of games? Some will be for it, obviously, because they don't want that clutter, but I think there's a lot that say, hey, I like what my parents have. I like that they have that collection. Yeah. Why can't I have that? <coughs> I like it for DLC. Um, but if you look at the PSN, I can't imagine that Burnout on PSN sells better digital download-wise than the retail copy. And I think that's going to be a problem in the future, trying to tell people, hey, there's no longer any retails. No, you definitely make a good point, especially people who don't grow up with that don't grow up PC gaming, um, they're only going to know consoles, and it's going to be much, much harder to make that transition from, you know, disc only to to oh, do, digital, digital download only. Most likely it would be a sort of a combination between the yeah. two, whereas they'll be like, okay, you know, here's the game, and, you know, for an extra $10 later, here's a bunch more content for it. Yeah. Sort of like, uh, you know, GTA 4 Lost in the Damned. Yeah, which, I mean, works. I mean, they give you 8 to 12 hours just off the download. Yeah, exactly. Expansion. But, it, it, again, though, it's still $20, <laughs> and you have to own the original disc, which kind of bugs me. Going right. From, but bringing, I... Coming back to the present time of it, it kind of bugs me that you're going to sell me a $20 download, but I have to have the original disc to play it. It's $20 fucking dollars. You should be able to make a little small thing that I don't have to have the disc. <laughs> well, you're not asking me for 5 or $10 like, um, say, Mass Effect or a game like that. You're now telling me it's $20, which is the price of many cheaper arcade, or not just arcade games, but a lot of cheaper download games. Mike, they ha- you know Microsoft has to try- had-, had to make it um, something because they had to make back that 50 million bucks they spent on it to get it. No, but that's what I'm saying. But if you made it to where you didn't need the CD, you'd make more money because then a lot of people who have already traded away GTA 4 would pick it up because they don't need to buy back GTA 4. Well, if I was Rockstar, most likely I wouldn't like that people were trading it in. They're trading it away, no. so I would definitely not do that. You no, know, I understand. One thing I like, um, uh, keeping at the present currently, the people who I believe have done it right so far is um, is it Criterion that did Burnout Paradise? Oh yeah. Um, basically, they said, you know what we're gonna do? We're gonna hook up the fans of our game. We're going to hook up those who have decided that they don't need to send out or they don't need to trade out our game. How do we keep them playing? We give them a bunch of free shit. <laughs> you mean they treated like they treated them like PC gamers? Yeah. Who they get said, free stuff all the time. Yeah, they said, okay, here we go. We're going to give you bikes. We're going to give you... Um, what else did they give people? They gave... Um, a lot of stuff to the fans. A lot of different uh, updates to the game that ne- they never charged for. Then they said, okay, well, we're going to bring out a whole new 
island for you to race on, but we're going to charge for this one. Um, you don't have to buy it, though. But you know what a lot of people did? They're going to buy it because they feel loyal to them. Yeah, they're going to buy it because you've already given them so much. Then they brought out this... They kind of started bringing out a little too much, in my opinion, for pay. Um, they did the car pack, which included like a DeLorean, a Ghostbusters-type car, and another one. And people were like, okay, for 8 bucks, we'll buy these. Because you've given us a lot. But now they started releasing these toy car packs, and I'm like, Ugh, nobody wants that. <laughs> but they've also... But it's not mandatory, so it's okay. Yeah. But a lot of people are willing to buy more because you've given them so much after they've already given you that initial money. Exactly. Um, one thing I like now, for those who don't want to play through every single race, everything, every single takedown, uh, marked man, all that, they now have for $5 you can unlock every single car in the game. Oh. And it's almost worth the download. If you don't want to spend the hours it's going to take to unlock every single car. Right. Five bucks is cheap. Yeah. Now, um, I, I want to get make one more point before I let you two get it back into the subject. Um, there are some companies that don't seem to get the digital download process, and they tend to be the Japanese makers. Um, and I'm not talking about like Idol Master, where you can buy more songs and costumes and stuff for the PSP game and whatnot, or the Xbox 360 game. I'm talking about the RPGs. Tales of Vesperia had it to where you could buy more money. <laughs> <laughs> buy things that you will unlock just by playing the game. Like, it was like, you could give, buy more experience. Um, <laughs> it, it's They didn't seem to get it, and it was like, you can only buy it once. And I'm going, what? What? Why is that? <laughs> yeah. Only once? Yeah. You basically, you buy that content, that's it. You can't get it again. So... <laughs> If you ever started a new game with a new save, you couldn't do it again. But it just seems like a lot of the games do that, and they just don't get it. If it's something in an RPG, it's different than something in a racing game. Because to unlock all the cars in the racing game, you're going online and playing. In an RPG, it's supposed to be grinding. You're supposed to be leveling. You're not supposed to be... It just seems so cheap. And the prices on them were ridiculous. It was like two to five hundred points, I think. Two to four hundred points, like wow. so, like three to five bucks. <laughs> you know, I I would like it if, like, let's say an RPG had it, where like for a, like a dollar or two, you get instead of getting your normal like one times experience, you get like one point five times experience to help cut down on the amount of grinding I have to do. I'd totally pay two bucks to yeah. get, you know, to only have to do half the grinding that I would. You know, but I mean, I would still have to be playing because I would still only have be getting 1.5 times the experience, yeah. but it would just have to be less grinding. I would have to do. I'd pay for that. Well, I can agree with that. I just don't like what it's like. You're buying the full amount of money and all that. Yeah. Gee, that sounds familiar. <laughs> hmm. What? I wonder what game that would be. What? You have to buy for money. <laughs> What's that? Wow. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, I was thinking more of Tales of Vesperia. No, oh, I know. No, I, I know what you meant, though. Yeah. I don't know if they have that in your, in WoW um, Church, but in, in Lord of the Rings Online, it, every level you get, you get certain, they call them destiny points, and you're allowed to spend it on things. 
Um, and one of them is to get more, is to get like double the experience while you're playing. No, they don't have anything like that. Um, I, I do like what WoW has where um, if you don't play for a while, you come back, you get more experience for a bit. Oh, oh yeah. that's pretty, yeah. Yeah, we, we get that too. Yeah, that's always nice. Um, but uh, back to the future. <laughs> Bad pun. Um, <laughs> um, what? Like Mark? Yeah, Back to the Future, like Marty McFly. Um, nah. Back to this discussion of the future. I mean, where do we really think this is going to be? Let's say ten years from now. The next. Let's go with the next consoles in seven years, six to seven years. Where do you think digital download is going to be at? Huh. Well, I think you're going to see, you know, sort of like I said, this hybrid, the this hybrid model where you, you know, at least on consoles, where you get a, an actual disc and then you purchase, and even like, and then more digital download can either be purchased or is given to you. And I think where this is where things like exclusive content is going to become more rampant, like Lost in the Damned. It's going to be okay. It comes out on the same day on both console on both. Three, um, well, 720 and PS4, but the exclusive downloadable content is only on Xbox 360, or only, on, or sorry, 720, and only on the PS4. You yeah. know, I think that's where it's that's where it's going to start making its mark. Yeah, I, I I think it's already made its mark there f- for now. Um, I personally think it's going to be a hybrid in the sense of what. PSN is really trying to do it's going to be more so I think you're going to be able to buy a disc but I think they're going to offer up the download for those who don't want to buy a retail copy and unfortunately I don't want to look at this as a pessimist but I kind of am I think it's going to be the next step to making it all digital downloads I personally feel like the next generation of consoles will be that hybrid of you can either buy the disc or buy the digital download, and then after that it's going to be all digital downloads. I think they're going to force it on the consumers more than anything, and I don't think we're going to have a choice. Um, What about places like Walmart and Target who make... you know cash off of people coming in to buy games? That's what I'm saying. I think... It's going to make a huge dent in a lot of areas. And I think it's going to make a huge dent in a lot of people upgrading to those new systems because they're forcing it on them. And I think a lot of people are going to backlash. And I think whoever tries to do it first may actually see their system go the way of Dreamcast. And they'll put so much money into it, they're going to have to fold. I don't think you're going to be able to put out a system like that and be able to make a comeback after if it fails. What if the, you know, two generate, like when you're saying two generations on, what if they said, okay, any digital download that you had on the previous system will give to you right now and it's, you know, quote unquote backwards compatible. So you automatically get all that stuff moved moved into your new system. Yeah, but there's a lot of people who still want to play their old games. There's one thing um, that they're going to have to realize, 
especially with the way the games market is now. Um, okay, people were very forgiving on the 360 for not having backwards compatibility because there really wasn't a huge library. But I have a feeling that backwards compatibility is going to become a huge issue on the next set of consoles. And that may actually affect the way digital distribution is done even into the future. Well, if you look at it this way, I mean, it sort of affected uh, how the PS3 was sold. Yeah, it's kind of, it's really hurt the PS3. Yeah, it hurt PlayStation a lot not having that full backward compatibility because of such a huge library of of games for the PS2 that people still wanted to play, but they can't on the PS3 because one, it's not backward compatibility, or limited backward yeah. compatibility. So, I mean, it. I mean, if you look at it, you're looking at it's it's affecting it now with yeah. Sony. It, the huge backlash that Sony is facing right now is tremendous. Well, let's look at it like this. They're starting to sell PlayStation 1 games, and they finally got their, probably their biggest game, in my opinion, has been Suikoden 1 finally hitting PSN. Um, as a digital download, it's only $6. That's um, good. Are you going to, are they going to tell me that, hey, when we finally release an all-digital download system, are all this PS1 games still going to be available? Are the PS2 games going to be? Are the PS3 games? I mean, also, how big are these hard drives going to be in consoles? It's not going to t- it's not going to be acceptable to just say we'll give you a terabyte, because there's going to be such huge back back libraries. Oh, You're yeah. going to need more than a terabyte on two generations from now for a console. Well, at that point, most likely it'll be a cloud. You'll just log into your your live account, and voila, your games will be on. They'll just they'll just come down to the system. Yeah. For moments. That's all it will be. It'll just be an empty box. It'll be we'll be back to like almost like old school workstations. Well, it's either that or they're Dummy gonna have to start giving out petabytes. <laughs> which is what comes after terabyte. Right. Um they're gonna have to do something. They're either gonna have to have a massive hard drive or like you said, a cloud. But the problem is What if the cloud is down? Yep. Like I said with Steam, what if Steam is down? What do you what do you do? It's kind of like um, one of my issues with World of Warcraft is, and I understand they have to have downtime for servers. Um, maybe uh, Church can tell me better. You pay fifteen dollars a month. Mm-hmm. Is it one day a week they're down? Tuesday morning. That's what it. Is it Thursday. on every server? Every server is down. Now why don't they space that out? Instead of putting everybody off the game for one full day, why don't they say these this quarter will be down? Then this quarter will be down. It's only a few hours, right, Church? Yeah, it's only a few hours that it's down. I mean, most most it's like early in the morning where it's down, and sometimes all they're doing is just rebooting the server, so it only takes about at minimum fifteen minutes. Okay. At most, at most, it will take about three three hours. So, I mean, depending on what they're doing. I mean, if they're doing a server restart, then, yeah, it's going to it's gonna take a while. But if they're doing a server reboot, then it's going to take about 15 well, minutes. There goes another thing. Wow. You guys take a break from WoW. Um, uh, I know PC gaming as a whole has gone down a lot due to consoles. Getting better and better. 
Um, let's say that cloud eventually is down, kind of like Xbox Live was, and everybody's freaking out. What do you think the backlash is going to be on that? I when guess it depends on the their games. I guess it depends on the response time. That Xbox Live two years ago, when that was down, nobody could access anything. Or even when the NXE um, came up uh, this past November, people couldn't even access the po- the pwned, the Xbox <laughs> Live marketplace to do any of their downloads. And that was a problem. I mean, yeah, when you're paying, you're, we're spending, what, $7 a month. That's cheaper than that if you do the full 50. Well, yeah. It's like 3 or $4. Well, I haven't, yeah, I didn't do the whole 50. I was, I was just paying per month. I'm like, yeah. Are you serious? Yeah. Dude, no way. You should look out for the Amazon deals. They've had it for like $30 for a year subscription. Yeah, I'll, I'll definitely take a look at that. <laughs> Probably spend like the $1,200 on there for the used one. But uh, no, but no, uh, um, no. I I I pay. Yeah, I pay fifteen dollars. I I when I was playing Eve, they did that too. I think it was every Monday, Monday night or something like that. Because uh, CCP, the company that developed uh, Eve Online, is out in. Yeah, I know who they are. They throw great parties at PAX. Do they? Oh yeah, they they had um, a little off topic here, but at their party at PAX, um, at the club we went to they had a girl breathing fire on stage and dancing in the scantily clad very goth like oh party was awesome damn that's sweet i've heard they've uh were so bad at one point that they had to tell people by word of mouth because they didn't want any um evidence out there because their parties were getting shut down at times <laughs> nice yeah <laughs> But no, like, I, I don't mind the downtime. I mean, the downtime, as long as as long as the server is up and it runs and it's like everything, there's no no issue or whatnot, then I have no problem. To do every single one of them for one day out of the seven, yeah. I, yeah. you know, Are I don't you mind. Are going to be able to do that where Xbox Live has about 10 million subscribers? Um, while I know WoW, they claim they have more, but how many of those play it on a regular basis? Um, I say about a good 75, maybe. Like 75%, yeah, but Xbox Live, could you imagine that being down for more than an hour? They throw throw a fit if it's down for 5-10 minutes. Oh, yeah. Oh, I know. I mean, if, (laughs) yeah, that's a huge issue with with Microsoft, if Xbox Live goes down, then what? They don't have. I don't think they have. I don't think they have a, like a backup server. Mm-mm. And what happens if it happens to Sony? I mean, I just don't know about the whole digital downloads because if if you keep people from playing the games, especially console gamers, seem to be a little more finicky and picky because they're not, especially the ones who have never PC gamed. Because yeah. I know we've all PC gamed. We understand downtime. But the ones who are strictly console don't understand that. They're used to now, now, now. Yeah. When mm-hmm. that goes down, what do you think the backlash is just going oh, to freaking... Be... It's going to flip out. Oh, yeah. They're going to flip and they're going to be like, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? Oh, my God. I, I can't play my game. I can't get online. I can't get on Xbox Live. Oh, my goodness. I'm going to have a heart attack at 12 years old. Yeah. 
That, that's probably true. But I think by the time I'm hope, well, okay. I, I don't know if I'd say I think I'm hoping by the time they actually uh, console goes to an all, you know, an all on digital download. I'm hoping by that point they would have a lot of redundancy. You yeah. know, where if one app server goes down, they can take the load. It'd probably be a little slower, but the they would juggle the load at that point. I, I'm hoping. <laughs> All right. Um. Uh, this we've been going quite a while on the podcast, so I want to ask one more question. Mm-hmm. Um. For people, especially stuff like Steam, people use stuff like Steam. You buy a game now, like World of Goo. Where do you guys think it's going to happen in 20 to 30 years if somebody wants to go back and play that game? Do you really think there's going to be a server that still holds that game? No. I don't think so. I, th- I think if you buy it off of Steam, they better have it. Well, this is another issue of mine of buying something digitally and never having a physical copy to reinstall. Well, Steam is not going to be around forever. You don't think so? I think I... it will. I think it'll be around as long as PC gaming's still going, unless something really comes out and that destroys it. But I don't think it will. I think they'll improve. Yeah. Well, that's my thing with anything. What are you going to do 20 years from now if you say, on a PS3, I bought a game there. 20, 30 30 years from now, I want to go back and play it, but I can't re-download it. But I paid for it. My money. Is it just... I mean, it's it's something that they need to have in the records. But is there a statute of limitations that as soon as it reaches a certain years from now, too bad? So sorry, Charlie? I don't think so. I think as long as you paid for it from Steam, I, I think that unless Valve goes under, which I think that's about as likely as Blizzard going under, um, they're going to have a copy of it at least for you to download. It may not be the fastest download because it might be on one server somewhere. Yeah. But I still think you should be able to download it as long as Steam exists and Valve is still running. I completely agree. I think that you should be able to as well. I'm just wondering if that's the case. Hmm. Well, let's say. Well, we can look at it this way then. Um, Craig, you can. You you know, Half Life. Half Life's been out since what? Ten years. Yeah, you can still go back and download that game. I oh. I did. Yeah. I know, and there's a new site that's now doing older games, and they have Duke Nukem up for download. Same with Xbox Live Arcade brought one out. But my thing is, that's 10 years, and a lot of people have been crying for nostalgia. What about 20 years from now, when we look back on games like Half-Life? Let's say in 20 years. It's already been out 10. Let's say 20 years now. Do you think 30 years after it initially came out, that if somebody wants to re-download it, do are we sure that there's going to be a file out there somewhere that we can get from that same place we bought it from, or are we going to have to go through that whole piracy issue because it's the only way left? I'm going to say yes. I'm going to believe in Valve. I will believe I... in Valve. I'm not going to believe in the console makers. Oh, yeah. No. <laughs> I'll, I'll be the same way. I believe in Valve. Which is why I kind of don't mind paying more, or paying a little bit more for my downloads off Steam, but I refuse to pay more than $10 off of consoles, because I'm always afraid I'll never see it again if after the next console comes out. Unless they're going to continue on with our profiles as each console comes out, and we're going to be able to re-download everything we had on the last console. Oh man, dude! If they if Xbox Live doesn't let you keep your account when they move to the next one, oh, they'll let you keep the account. I'm just wondering if you're able to keep 
the stuff you downloaded, or is it going to be, that... no, this is console-specific? Uh... I think for their, I think for, for them not to get, for not to be completely destroyed as as a company, I think they're going to have to. I mean, I don't think Microsoft's that dumb. I mean, I think they're dumb. I just don't know if they're that dumb. Yeah, they're not Sony dumb. Yeah, exactly. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, really bad Sony bad. One day they'll figure it out, and we'll be and we'll be praising them. No, I mean, like I just really want people to know. It's not that I'm a Microsoft fanboy. They have great games on the PS3, but it's just there's a lot of things they need to fix hardware and network-wise. So, but um, all right, I say we wrap up the discussion. Um, while we are going to decide right now on the next uh, discussion, I uh, do want to say if you guys have anything to say on this uh, discussion of digital distribution, we will read it in the beginning of the next week's show. So tell us your thoughts on digital distribution, whether you like it, um, don't like it, what you foresee in the future coming about with digital distribution. Do you see it getting bigger? Do you see it staying where it's at more generally on a PC market? So leave us your comments, your questions about it, and um, we'll definitely read it on air. Uh, let me see. Let me get to the discussions that we have. Um, okay. Here is what we can discuss in the next week. Um, I do want to see if we can get uh, the Gametopius guys or one of the Average Joe Gamer guys on next week as well, if you guys don't mind. Sounds good. Alright, I'll be in touch with them. Let's see. We have... With PlayStation 2 support seeing a slowdown in 2009, what are your fondest memories and the missteps? What's left for the next generation of consoles to advance? What do you want in the future console generation? Uh, collector's editions in the U.S.? Do American companies really get get it? Um, also, Nintendo. Can they stay on top? And finally, the last discussion, will an adult-only game ever be released on a console platform? I'll take one of the last two. Which one, Nintendo or adult-only? Yeah. Uh... I'm for any of these, so you two let me know. Church? I like the Nintendo one. Alright, I'm with the Nintendo one. Alright, we'll go with Nintendo, so... If you want to leave your comments for that as well, um, Nintendo, can they stay on top? Uh, that will be our topic of discussion next week. Um, I know there's enough Nintendo fanboys out there. I'm sure there's comments. Um, Let them fly. Yay. Um, yes. They've been on top for a while now with the Wii and the DS, DS Lite, actually, because they didn't really pick up till the DS Lite came out. And with the DSi coming out, We've got a lot to discuss, and mm-hmm. supposedly we HD. So, <laughs> um, oh, sorry. I shouldn't have left. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll be discussing that next week. Leave your comments and suggestions for now. I am G Nitro. Is this Church? And I'm Quiggling. And we're out till next week. Peace. Peace. Later.
Okay, okay, I got this. I got this. <laughs> no, you don't. No. no you I don't. am recording this. People are going to be like, what the fuck? All right. <sighs> Welcome to Total Meltdown, Pwn.com's official podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. I'm crying. <laughs> oh, that's good. No, it's not. <laughs> Fuck. people love this at the end. Welcome to Total Meltdown, Pwn.com's official podcast. This is episode 20. Total Meltdown. God damn it. You didn't even make it through the show name. <laughs> I swear it's my snicker that set me off. I didn't even... T- okay. Okay, we're all being serious now. For serious. <laughs> Time to be serial. Alright.